Hi everyone, I'm your host Alyssa. For this episode, I'm going to be talking to you about seasonal depression and some healthy coping mechanisms that I've picked up along the way. The majority of this podcast listeners are in Minnesota. The week ahead of us is supposed to be fairly warm and nice, but we all know it won't last. If you're like me and a lot of other people, you suffer from some level of depression during the winter months. This episode is a perfect example of why the title of this podcast is Let's Figure This Shit Out Together because I do not know everything when it comes to this. I feel like last winter was the closest I have ever come to not having a mental breakdown, but to say the least, I'm hoping for a better go at it this time around. So I'll start with sharing what the winter season typically feels like for me. By the end of August, I am so ready for the temperatures to start dropping, but as soon as all the leaves are off the trees and Halloween has passed, I'm so over it. I start to get too far ahead of myself and I start thinking about what the cold and snow and darkness the next five months will bring. By February, this is when depression usually takes over and I hit to some degree a mental breaking point where I lose all hope that I can make it any longer. After talking with a friend of mine recently, I think I learned something new about how anxiety and depression affect me. I love being outside. It's how I recharge and get back to feeling like myself. During the winter months, I'm cooped up inside. The only time I usually spend outside in the winter is going from my car to a building and then back to my car. And with COVID, I don't even go grocery shopping anymore. I have my stuff delivered to me. But even in the summer, if I spend too much time indoors, I get restless. I start to experience more anxiety because I lose that balance of indoor-outdoor time. And outdoor time again is how I and most of us, I think, recharge when we need a break. So when winter comes around, the anxiety start, I start to experience isn't being relieved by being able to just go outside. And I'm not going to bundle up and go sit on a park bench when it's 10 below outside and what enjoy the drifting snow hitting me in the face. <laughs> so what typically happens is that anxiety builds up. And for me, that's when depression comes in. I know seasonal affective disorder, anxiety, depression, and other mental health disorders affect people differently, and I can only speak to the two I've personally experienced. So don't ever on this podcast replace my advice and ideas with the help of a professional. With that said, I'm going to share with you what helped me have a better winter in 2019. Number one, talking to people about it. Letting my friends know how much the cold weather affects me was my starting point. All of my friends I found out experienced some level of depression during the winter, and being able to talk to them about what they do to manage it was really helpful. It's also always just nice knowing you're not alone and having people close to me who I can trust, who I know will understand a text that says, I'm sad it's cold outside, went a long way last winter. Two. Eating with the seasons. So my interest in this area has definitely grown a lot more in the past couple of months, but two days ago, I made a little over a week's worth of beef stew in my Instant Pot. Eating something warm when it's cold outside is so satisfying. I found that my body really reacts well to eating warm food when it's cold outside and vice versa. And yeah, it's something I would love to continue doing research on. So. If you're someone who knows more about this or have been doing this for a long time, I would love more resources on this topic. Three, warmth. 
This is a no-brainer, but I really just want to emphasize this because last year was my first year living alone, and I was so concerned about running out my electric bill too high, so I would leave my heat off when I could and just use my ridiculously small heated blanket, which of course made being able to enjoy myself and relax so much harder. But I'm over that now, and my heat is pretty much on all the time. But really anything you can do to just make sure you're warm all season obviously helps, which leads me into number four, make your space cozy. I am someone who is greatly affected by my living space. Let me rephrase that. I'm someone whose living space greatly affects their mood. I know not everyone is like this, but I need to have decorations and throw blankets and pillows and seasonally appropriate scented candles to help make my space feel cozy and inviting. And then in the summer, less is better to me. I stay away from candles. I put my blankets away. I like to use my essential oil diffuser and just have a lot of plants around. But in the winter, anything I can do to bring more light into my space, whether that's from a candle or string lights or my salt lamp, anything really, really helps. Which brings me into number five, sun lamps. I want to talk more about these things because so many people have now recommended them to me. I don't even think I have anything to say about them. I'm open to trying one out. I don't want to spend money on one, but maybe I need to. I just want to know more. Six, this is the last thing I'll add. It's the importance I found in finding people who will do outdoor things with me in the winter. Like last winter, I tried out snowboarding with a friend. I went ice skating. This winter, I'm planning to keep going on hikes because that's something I found this summer that I really enjoy. Just getting outside and getting my body moving helps a lot. It gives me something to look forward to and has actually changed my mindset a little bit on the cold weather. For the most part, as long as you dress for it, you'll be okay. I know that there are people out there who genuinely enjoy winter. I've noticed that those people view winter as a time to turn inward, and I admire that a lot. If you enjoyed today's episode and are listening on Apple Podcasts, please take a moment to leave a five-star review. Your support in this way will help get the experience and hope within this podcast out to so many more listeners. Thanks for being here today. I'll talk to you again in two weeks.